I've reported other people's stories for a long time, confronting people in power. But behind this broadcast voice, I've hidden my greatest secret. I was in an abusive marriage. It lasted a year, but it changed my life. Part of me always blamed myself for what happened, and I've lived with the shame. So many of us live like this. It's time we change that. I'm Anna Maria Tremonti. Welcome to Paradise is my story. Available now on CBC Listen and everywhere you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. If you head to the Vancouver Art Gallery this week, you will see some paintings by Group of Seven co-founder J.E.H. MacDonald. Or rather, you will see some paintings that look like his. An investigation has found that those sketches are fakes. Rather than take them down, though, the Vancouver Art Gallery has turned them into an exhibition that tells the story of how they were found to be forgeries. Richard Hill is the Smith Jaroslawski Senior Curator of Canadian Art at the Vancouver Art Gallery and the curator behind this exhibition. Richard, good morning. Good morning. For people who aren't familiar with J.E.H. MacDonald, just briefly um, to tell us who he was and why, why th- this story and these sketches in particular are, are so important. Well, J.H. McDonald was one of the founding members of the Group of Seven, so uh, really significant in the history of modernist painting in Canada. Um, And, you know, this is a group that came to um, really provide one of uh, the early definitions of what Canadian identity was uh, through uh, relationship to the landscape. So the work's been very important. Uh, His work and the group's work has been very important for that reason. in terms of this exhibition, I think it's um, a really fascinating opportunity to, <clears throat> excuse me, a fascinating opportunity to see how uh, the art gallery does what it does. Um, so you're seeing all the things that we would do behind the scenes when we have uh, questions about a work of art. Um, that's very interesting in itself, I think. Uh, and also um, because we were able to bring in a lot of the people who were involved in this story and uh, do video interviews with them, um, we were able, you're able to get also a, a real picture of who the people are, mm. uh, and the personalities, the characters. So I think that's also really uh, interesting, and I'm really glad that people get to see that. How did the gallery originally land these sketches? Um, they were donated to the gallery, um, and in, uh, they came into our collection in very late 2014, and we announced them in 2015. And the story was that they'd been buried in, in McDonald's yard, in the, in the yard of the family home, is that right? In uh, the yard of Thoreau McDonald, uh, J.H. McDonald's son, yeah. When were there doubts that started to be raised about the authenticity of these sketches that were dug up from that yard? I I don't know what might have been happening behind the scenes in conversations, uh, you know, as these were, as people became aware, but it really came to a head when we announced uh, the acquisition. Um, obviously, the gallery was extremely excited to have 10 uh, previously unknown J.H. Uh, McDonald sketches. And at that point, people started to ask questions, and then we went into a uh, uh, much more serious investigation of them. People, including folks in the media, I mean, our, our friend Marshall Lederman from the Globe and Mail and others who started sniffing around at this. When, when people start doing that, when they start asking questions about, about the provenance and, and, and the authenticity of, of works like this, what happens behind the scenes? 
Um, I think obviously we're, you know, we're really aware of that. And, and I actually, I really do think one of the, you know, we made the newspaper coverage of this uh, issue uh, part of the exhibition because we really think it's, um, uh, it's, it's part of the story and the, the relationship between institutions and the media is extremely important. Um, and it, it, you know, it does, it holds us accountable. And, uh, and I think that's a really good thing. What's the process of trying to figure out whether something is, is real or a fake? I mean, how do you go about determining that these sketches aren't the real deal? Well, if you come to the gallery, you'll get to see every, uh, every technique that we use. Um, it starts with, um, you know, the kind of first moment a curator looks at something. They're usually performing some form of visual or stylistic analysis, trying to see uh, whether this looks like all the other J.H. McDonald's we've seen, for example. Um, we might also do some art historical research, which um, uh, you see in the gallery as well, uh, as practiced by uh, Charles Hill, the former uh, curator of the National Gallery. So he went and looked at, um, you know, because these are um, mostly works that are, are presented as uh, sketches for if existing finished works. Um, so he was able to find uh, information around some of them that really suggested that they weren't sketches that were done before, but actually paintings that were uh, copies that were done after uh, the original works. Uh, we also, there are a number of inscriptions on the back of them, so um, purported to be um, attestations to their authenticity by Thoreau MacDonald, uh, J.H.'s son, and also by A.J. Casson. And um, we sent those out for forensic handwriting analysis, uh, a man named Dan Purdy, who used to work for the RCMP, uh, did an analysis of them and discovered that... Uh, um, of the uh, 16 inscriptions on the back, there was only one that seemed like it was likely by the person um, that uh, it was purported to be. And then lastly, and most definitively, we were able to uh, team up with uh, Canadian Conservation Institute in Ottawa. Um, this is a um, uh, a branch of the federal government that supports um, museums and culture institutions in uh, doing this kind of research. Um, our conservation lab and almost all conservation labs at, uh, at museums around Canada don't have the capacity to do the kind of scientific testing that we, we required. Mm. Um, and CCI was able to finally uh, and conclusively confirm that uh, at least eight of the works couldn't possibly have been painted by J.H. When you get to that conclusion, why did you decide to show them? Why did you decide to, to put on an exhibition? I think it it was, a, again, a real opportunity to to see what we do. And I guess it was it was partly to answer the the you know the questions in the media. It had become a public issue. Yeah. and and people were obviously really interested in it. Um, to be honest, sometimes I wish I could get people as interested in our authentic G.H. McDonald's <laughs> as they are in our, um, in our um, fakes. But um, I think the reasons it's interesting, uh, I'll put it this way. When, you know, when I first started working at the Vancouver Art Gallery two years ago, the new director, Anthony Kindle, you know, approached me and said, look, we have this problem. And I was the curator of Canadian art, so it was obviously partly my problem. And, um, and, uh, well, I, and so I sort of took it on as a, with a bit of a sense of, you know, well, this is a responsibility that I have in this position. But once I started digging in, I saw how interesting the research was and how fascinating the story was. I thought, wow, I'd really, this is going to be a good exhibition if we can, if I can kind of distill all the things that we've learned down and, you know, 
make that process of discovery um, accessible in the gallery. And so from that point, I, was, I just thought, no, this is, you know, this is something people are going to be really interested in uh, from all sorts of different perspectives. Does it turn something that could be potentially embarrassing into something that is actually illuminating? I hope so. Yeah, I you know, really, you know what I mean, I, though, right? That the, the folks yeah. in the gallery could feel like we got duped, and and these are we 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 don't have the real deal on our hands. No curator ever wants to be in a situation where you feel like you know you made a judgment call and and it turned out to be a mistake. Mm. Um, and so, and I think anyone can relate to that. We've all been in situations, you know, where you've 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 there's a really difficult question, and you kind of come down on the wrong side of it. Um, but of course, the the thing that makes that right is to just be honest about having made that mistake and then just moving forward. And so, yeah, I do think that's one of the positive sides of this. I saw a similar exhibition once it was in Germany, um, where they kind of lined up a, a, an authentic painting next to, you know, something that was in the collection uh, and, and it was a fraud and allowed kind of the viewer to go through um, that process of kind of examining what it was. And it was fascinating because you learned a lot about how the process of this, but also what we as, as the people who go to a gallery invest in a piece of work. What do you, when, when people come to this and they see this exhibition, what do you want them to be thinking about as they leave? I, I think it's exactly that. There's so many. There's so much complexity here in terms of how we assign value to um, an object. And one of the things that I've seen from people already is um, there are some people who really like these paintings and say, "Oh, you know, if you don't want them, we'll take them." <laughs> um, um, and I'm I'm sympathetic to that. I think at the same time, there's um, you know, it, it rain, runs all the way from a very concrete scientific. Um, determination. So there's a material material reality about what these works are, um, and science in this case discovered it. We're I think we're very lucky that it did. It, you know, often these things don't turn out as clear as this. But um, so we've got everything from that to um, this the very um, subjective question about you know aesthetic judgment and and how you uh, how one curator looked looked at these works and and thought they looked right. And uh, another curator, um, or actually two curators looked at them and thought they looked right, two major experts on Group of Seven. Mm. And then uh, another came and said, no, I don't, these don't look right to me. And so that's the kind of fuzzy area of, of aesthetic judgment that, you know, I think art turns on that in that space. That's, that's, um, that's what makes it vexing to people who like uh, certainty, but which makes it fascinating to those of us who really like to explore um, that, that kind of ambiguous side of, uh, of aesthetic judgment. We're out of time. I have to let you go. But do you know, having done this, do you know who did them if it wasn't McDonald? I, I don't. I don't. And we'll never know probably, right? Probably, yeah. I, I don't have any, you know, all the things that we've done uh, have not led us in that direction. And uh, I don't know uh, necessarily what would. So mm -hmm. uh, often these things remain a mystery. It's true. It is a fascinating story. I'm really glad to talk to you about it. Richard, thank you. Thank you. Richard Hill is curator at the Vancouver Art Gallery and the curator behind this exhibit featuring these not original J.E.H. MacDonald paintings. You can see that now at the Vancouver Art Gallery. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.